The opinions and views made on this podcast are solely those of the individual and not those of the broadcaster, host, recording studio, or sponsors and are expressively disavowed. Editing of any and all content is the expressed right of the host and recording studio. Tip for tat, oh tip for tat, for every tit, there's a tat, tip, tip, tat, tat, tip, tip, tat, tip for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen, talking about the gossip out on the scene, and you can count on them to give you the dish. Hey, all you tea tats out there, it's time for the Tit for Tat I have your big, giant drag queen, yes. The yes. seven foot tall Veranda Lanai. Yeah. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Polite applause. Yes. And uh, sitting to my... <laughs> <laughs> sitting, next, now. sitting next to my left tit is... Oh, actually, that's my right tit. I'm dyslexic. My right tit is Mr. Thomas. Titlexic? Yay. I'm titlexic. He's yummy. Red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and straight producer Kenny. Hi, everybody. Mm. What? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How you guys been? S- uh, fabulous, darling. Good. Yeah, you look fabulous. Good. I always try. Uh. <laughs> you? Uh-huh. Yeah. You try? Well, at least you try. I, I mean, I try. always look fabulous, so you have to try. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'll let that lay there right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how this is going to go. You know it. Oh. It's a whole new year. Duh. You know, don't you, don't you know it's in the stars? What? It's in the stars. Usually your hair. Yeah, usually my hair uh-huh. is in the sky. <laughs> yes. You know, the higher the hair, the closer to God. God. Uh, dum, 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 dum. Yeah, I got nothing for that. <laughs> He's a little late. <laughs> yeah, a little late on the, on the comeback here. So, we have a fantastic guest today. Who that is? Because you know, the new year is upon us, and we need to know what's happening out there. You're flailing your I'm arms flailing. a lot I'm fl- right you now. You know, it, left tit, right tit, left tit, right tit. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I know my direction. Keep them in your own space. Well, you know what happens? One points way while the other one drops, I know. right? It, so and how it works. It follows you when you walk around <laughs> the room. <laughs> they right, right. do. <laughs> um, so we have to know what's going on in the stars and what's your zodiac sign and, and if you're going to have a good year or not. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. So we have famed astrologist, Kelly Fox Ooh, with us. Yeah. Yes. I can't yes. wait. So she is going to be telling us our zodiac and what's going to happen. And Do you know she is the astrologist? She is the astrologist. Kelly yes. Fox. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So finally... When somebody says, what's your sign? It's actually credible tonight. It is. It's not just a cheap pickup line. <laughs> Don't try that one tonight, Kenny. What? No. What's your sign? I got nothing else, though. Walk and don't walk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Kenny's just yield. <laughs> Slow children. <laughs> I think that'd be mine. Oh. <laughs> you, could, you probably would have been a good crossing guard. Yeah. Cross-dressing guard? I did it. What? No, that was you. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get to talk to the fabulous astrologer, Kelly Fox, we have to jump and dive in to our mail sack. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. 
Oh, oh wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. It sounds like a very intimidating male uh, sack. Yeah. Have oh, you ever big guys, balls? Have you ever seen one? Big balls. <laughs> hey, speaking of male sacks. <laughs> <laughs> way you just last night. That's a <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, yes, really. Kenny. Did we see what? A couple episodes ago, <laughs> that could cause brain damage in a teabagging incident. <laughs> you're only laughing because it's true. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're only right. laughing because yeah. it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Gave someone some couple bruises. Anyway, so a couple episodes ago, <laughs> you ding dongs decided it'd be a good idea to tell the titty tats to send their dick pics to you. I don't even remember doing. I that. do. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, remember yeah. that. So, I must not have been here that show. Have you been getting a lot of dick pics? I've sent. <laughs> you sent dick pics. I know. You sent yeah. one to me. Yeah, but like, yeah. so did you even get Stop a lot? Stop sending them to yeah. Christopher Rice. Because I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't send uh, them. I receive oh, sure. them. <laughs> sure. So did you receive mine? No. Oh yeah, I sent one in there. Mm. Both you sons of bitches. Really? Yeah. Probably the biggest one. Well, the gatekeeper here. Yeah. Sees all the pictures. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Uh-huh. And is hoarding them for himself. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I haven't seen one. Veranda at titfortatshow.com. Please send me your dick pics. The only address she's ever gotten correct is That's the one that she has a dick pic sent. The only address or dress. Oh. oh. oh wow. Do you think I'm cute? Do you think I'm funny? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, off. I crossed the li- I crossed the line. I was playing with Kenny's keys. Uh-oh. First time ever. Yeah. You have some sanitizer. Do you have some Pura? <laughs> Made me feel a little weird too. All right, our first uh, email is from anonymous. Okay, oh. okay. But I did pre-read this one, so it's actually a good one. All right. Oh, good. So it says, "Dear Tit for Tat Show." Hi, I'm- anonymous. Dear, <laughs> dear. Dear, I know. I'm communicating to you from Israel. Oh, oh awesome. shalom. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very distressed to hear your email segment regarding bullies and violent threats. I do feel it is very infor- important that we are kept highly aware of the hatred we face. Thank you for your advocacy. Well, you're so oh, welcome. That's, great that's email, really man. cool. I feel like that was directed directly to me. No. <laughs> See, she's bringing the hate. I feel it. I no, know. you know, I, I think it. I think it's directed to all of us because we do share a, a, a responsibility um, in making sure that we protect our titty tats and our friends and our family. And well, and you know, it, we did kind of take a chance. Sure. Last show. Sure. And it's not the normal thing we do. No. But, but I'm glad we got it out there, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, we needed to get that off of our chest because we, we said it numerous times in the past. And, and it's true. It, it wasn't a joke or anything. It's We do get the hate mail. And, we and get the hate mail. you guys mail. suck ass. But you know what? <laughs> We're going to keep going. I don't care. Yeah. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> ass sucker. Well, well. This is going off on a whole... Let's go to me. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. But thank you for Israel. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. This one is from... Per, pardon me if I mispronounce Tai Wei. Taiwei, okay. Taiwei, yeah. Hello, dearest darlings. Oh, uh, hello, darling. And it's it spelled in the veranda darling way. Darling. The veranda yes. necular? We yeah. need... Oh, <laughs> hey, now. We need the gorgeous Amazon, known as Veranda, 
to give a big drag rot air kiss to all her wig-loving sisters in Hong Kong. Oh, how cool. <laughs> well, hello, darlings from Hong Kong. And mwah, mwah, drag rot. Rot, 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 rot. <laughs> Apparently, Taiwei needs glasses. <laughs> or, <clears throat> yeah, visuals. Vis- I have some visual aids for you. Perfect. It's left tit, right tit, and the. <laughs> but isn't that that's lovely? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Hello, Hong Kong, you beautiful people. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I got one that uh, I think this is an, becoming a nemesis of one of, uh, of, one oh, of us. Oh. This is from Miss Dragalope. Uh-oh. You may recall. <laughs> Just checking back in. And it says the following. Hey, Veranda, you bitch. And I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> Keep taking on those haters. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that was yeah. nice. Yeah. You know what? Thank you, darling. Thank you, Dragon <laughs> Lopai. Sorry. That <you> <laughs> still cracks me up. I love it. Thank you, darling. Thank you, thank you. We're going to... I cannot stop picturing this person with horns. <laughs> you know, like, what was that rabbit antelope? The jackalope. Jackalope. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> all like jackalope, right. With right. a big wig and horns. Yeah. But the horns are glittery, so there's, yeah, there's yeah. a difference there. There yes. you go. <laughs> Okay, I have one from Southern Diva. All right. Southern Uh-oh. Diva. Southern Diva. Hi, Tit for Tat Show. Hi, Hi Southern, Southern Diva. Diva. Mm. Nashville loves you, dumb dicks. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Is that <laughs> Did you see Kenny Brayton up like that? Right? <laughs> um, we cannot wait to have your show here. Will Veranda be dressed as a cowgirl? Ooh. Oh, God Ooh. forbid. <laughs> <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. Oh, the visuals are killing me right now. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I don't think I even own a cowgirl outfit. And thank lo- the Lord you do not. <laughs> All I can picture is like Ooh. Dolly Parton meeting Betty Davis. Oh, and, that'd be fun. Oh. It'd be like, yeah. yeah. All I have to say is be careful what you ask for in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you ask for. Because there is a distinct possibility that I, we will be there. I know what it would look like. It would look like Dolly Parton and Norma Desmond just threw up all over me from Sunset yes. Boulevard. <laughs> and we all do need to see that. So we'll be there. Yes, right. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Southern Diva. All right. This is from Michael so, Flynn. Oh. Uh Hi, you ready? Yes. Hello, you sexy bitches. Hi, Michael Flynn. Sexy. See, now normally you're offended by the bitch hello. There's the little like sexy there, so Uh the little 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 adjective. So it's a kiss and a hit. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Ooh, that sounds like fun. (laughs) Hello, you sexy bitches. How is it? No one from England ever makes the mailbag. Huh. Well, I didn't. Well, that's probably because you're a bunch of limey bastards and uh, we Irish. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> All right. Is it a Brexit thing? Oh. Um, Come see us and we will make sure you have a grand old time. I, you know what? I love England. I love London. I, I visited and had a great time there. I know a lot of uh, uh, drag queens from... England, mm-hmm. uh, they're phenomenal, and there's such a great scene out there, and I love the, it's a very different art form there than it is here. Really? Yeah. How so? so? Uh, very artistic. Um, uh, Cheyenne O'Shea and Discharge and a couple of the queens that I know out there that are so artistic. It's a little bit different than the, a lot of glamour drag here. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, there's, there's all forms of drag here, but there's more glamour here than there is, I think, oh. elsewhere, because I think it's a little bit more... Uh, culturally open. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see it that way. That's awesome. 
But no, I, you know what? Hey, come on, all you English men yeah, and women, please we contact not, us. Yeah, we're not intentionally no. ignoring England. No, no, no. We still have to get that map and put the little little dots on yeah. there. Please, yes. you have a queen. We have a queen. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> I bet our queen will kick her, their queen's ass, though. Oh, I no, wouldn't put money on I that. Would, no, I would totally respect <laughs> that pocketbook queen. will yes. fly. Yes, <laughs> that hat will come off in a heartbeat. Oh. Huh? Well, so we got England. We got England. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. We're happy to have you. Mm-hmm. So I got one for you guys. Uh, and this is for uh, from Tate for 9 Plus. I think Tate for 9 Plus it has been also, here before. Yeah, has also visited us once. And so what we're doing is we are now taking emails from people repeatedly and ignoring England. So well done. <laughs> I will say this, though. The repeats tend to be really good email. <laughs> okay, well, let's find out. Let's find oh. out. Maybe not in this case, but oh. I will say anytime Dragalope sends me an email, <laughs> it is going in the bag. <laughs> so so uh, Tate for 9 Plus says, hey, Titty Tats. Hey, hey Tate. What do you get when you combine a grumpy drag queen, a hot gay boy, and a dumb dick? My dream show. Thanks, bitches. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a minute. Grumpy. that Grumpy. What the hell? And just for that, tape for nine, anytime you email us, it will make it on the show. Oh, God. Oh, no. At least somebody is seeing us clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing a video podcast. Not, I but love you, that. You nailed us. Yeah. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> Howdy now. Yeah. Howdy, uh, drag queen, right? And there's. The visuals are crazy. All right. So I have one from uh, Anonymous. Okay. Um, and it says, Dearest Titty Tats. Hi, Anonymous. You know, I never know. How, how, what's the greeting back to Dearest? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just go. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hey. Okay. Um, I was profoundly touched by the elderly gentleman from Arabia that wrote you regarding his life experience. Yeah. I am normally prepared to laugh and scream when I listen, but this deeply touched me. Thank Uh-oh. you. You know, it did me as well. You yeah. guys handled those uh, those emails while I was on vacation, yes. and I was sitting poolside listening to the episode, and it was, it was I agree, it was completely... Uh, well, as long as you don't try to deeply touch me, I think <laughs> we're... <laughs> I wouldn't have to go very deep. And we're uh, back. Oh, we had to go there. Yeah. There's always one in Jeez. every crowd. And it's the Aye. cute gay boy. Oh, oh, shut uh, up. <laughs> I know I should have pre-read that and, scr- where's and scratched the, wait a minute, that where's out. The, where's the... Oh, shit. Hold on. Say it again. It's the cute gay boy. Oh, <laughs> you touched the wrong damn button. I, I have a label what incorrectly. The Thank you. No, no, no. Too late. All right. And this one is from Winners Never Quit. Oh, Cool. And that'll come into play. Okay. Okay. All right. Hello, Tip for Tat Show. Hello. Hello. I am currently at the Betty Ford Center, mostly due to the fucking wows and darlings. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, your show is not a big hit in rehab. (laughs) Will you please have Kenny bring me a tape of the show on his next visit? <laughs> I love that one. It's considered contraband, and they do a pretty thorough search, uh, so I don't know if I can get it in. 
But yeah, I'll do my damn best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh, that fuck is you, awesome. you dumb dick. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh. Just for that, darling. Oh, wow. Darling. Wow. Darling. Wow. <laughs> we should get a piece of the action from Betty yeah, Ford. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know Lying what we're going to do. Well, Kenny's pulling hair out of his mouth. I, just, That's so weird yeah, I, know. I, don't, I don't know where it came He's from. He's a class Ooh, act. One of mine. Last right. time he smelled his finger. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the audience is Studio enjoying audience that. Is laughing at me uh, as always. Uh, <laughs> Did you notice the difference between me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Sober Kenny. Uh, huh? I did say big bottle of water, but it, it could be potato water. No, it's just water. Is that why you're so entertaining to me? <laughs> Thinking very clearly, though. You're not half in the let's, bag. Let's wrap this up. I got one for you guys. Okay. <laughs> this is from Gay Mick, and it says, "Hello from Ireland." Hello, Hello. Jinx. <laughs> we are still battling for our rights. Mm. How about a shout out? Hey, ah! gay Mick. How you doing? We got, <laughs> we got a straight Mick. Yeah. We uh, got a gay Mick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we have a veranda. <laughs> are you Irish too? I have no idea what I am. <laughs> Neither do I. Ah, I see. <laughs> not only are you not a very nice person, you're also a slob. Found oh, it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, Gay Mick, hello and much love to you in Ireland. Yeah, we and love we're, you. We're fighting with you too. Yes. We've joined. I fight my mix right next to me every day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, they were no, talking no, about no. the same thing. God love you. Um, you know, we had someone from Dublin and, and we just we love yep. you guys yes we yes, do yes yes yeah. and, and Irish and, and you know what Gamek you keep fighting as well yeah yeah don't give up everybody loves an Irish boy that's right mm-hmm. that's right and Fire that game. my darlings is our mail sack ouch <laughs> I just slice heavy balls quit deeply <laughs> touching me I can't get past the deeply touching part <laughs> that should be a le- turn it into something Lascivious. That's my job, right? Okay, that's your job. Come on, that's I'm getting things thrown at me. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I've got someone left and right. <laughs> right? I've got things someone are... looking for nine inches. I've got somebody <laughs> deeply touching people. There's only so much I can take. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> Gotta take a deep breath. Woo! <laughs> Yes, let's take a deep breath because we will be right back with the fabulous astrologer, Kelly Fox. Dun, 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 dun. From Compound Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's the Tit for Tat Show. Hey, you dumb dick. What? Who are we listening to? Dude, this is the amazing Cleveland band, Hiram Maxim. Um, this is off their self-titled EP. This song is called Worship. Um, but they have a new LP coming out in March, and hopefully they're going to come on the show and talk to us about that. But until then, you can check them out <laughs> at Hiram-Maxim.Bandcamp.com or on Facebook, Hiram-Maxim. And uh, I think their social media is like Hiram. Maxim band. But check That's them out. A man. lot of Hiram Maxim.
it's Frank D. Carroll, and you're listening to the Tit for Tat Show. Well, Thomas. Yes. I'm seeing stars around your head. There's always stars around my yeah, head. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a fantastic guest with us today. I know we do, and I cannot tell you how excited I am. I know, this is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. We have the astrologer, Kelly, Kelly Fox. Yes. <laughs> yeah, nice long applause. Nice you got standing up for you for the, How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Kelly, darling. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well. How are you? Fabulous, darling. Fabulous. And can I just say, <laughs> not only is she amazingly talented and amazingly gorgeous, mm, but yes. the accent is killing yeah. us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, you, uh, I don't know why <laughs> Americans love those Australian accents so much. But amazing. I know, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It is so good. You just <laughs> run with it, don't you, Kelly? You just run with it. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so you, my dear darling, are a, a fantastic astrologer. I've been kind of pouring over the stuff that you have and your website, and it's it's like... So cool. I've been fascinated with astrology for years and years and years and years, and I love it. I love every second of it. And how did you get into it? Uh, when I was a tiny little kid in the 70s, astrology was pretty popular, and it was just all around me, and it was something that I recorded of people that I met. I had a little, little tiny book. I wrote down their name and their sign. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what, don't ask me why I did that. I don't know. And then I just, it was just something that I did. It was part of the culture at that time. Right. And then I went to the College of Humanistic Astrology in Sydney, Australia. And that's where I first became accredited. And then it just went on from there. Even at that stage, after getting my credentials, I still didn't think that I was going to be a professional astrologer. It just sort of fell into my lap. Wow. Oh, wow. That that's I mean have you have you seen I mean of course you you do these uh, charts and and all these fantastic things but do you delve into tarot readings and psychic phenomena and things of that nature? I have touched on those things and I am interested in those things but I don't practice them professionally. Um, they're very different. Astrology is like the it's the calculation of the planets around the sun. Right. So at any given time, I know where any planet is going to be and what it means. Whereas with the other divination, it's more of an in, more intuitive mm. and more of an interpretation around that intuitive or psychic insight. Yeah, I mean, I've I've uh, received a tarot deck when I was like twelve years old from a very good friend of mine, and you know you. I was always told that you receive a uh, tarot deck as a as a as a sign of affirmation that they trust you. Uh, you don't buy them for yes. yourself, you know. And I I've I've loved my tarot deck. I take it with me everywhere I go. I keep it on hand, and just when I feel I'm in the mood, I'll I like to read somebody, and it's it is right. that in, intuition thing. Absolutely, and you know, I bought my daughter a training deck of tarot cards. 
Oh. Uh, a few years ago, and she didn't really get into it. And the training deck I really liked because it has the little meanings written out down the bottom, so it's a good way to sort of teach yourself. Right, right. And just so you know, we are completely obsessed with astrology, <clears throat> all, all those types of things. We were having a little bit of confusion, though, because what happened when everybody kind of switched signs? No, no, oh, no. <laughs> there's, no there's, there's no 13th sign. Okay. There, there is only 12 signs. It's just this whole rumor that's going around. Every few years it crops up. Yes. And it, it, it's not happening. Okay. Okay, and just, just... And I want to know, I wanted to ask you guys, tell me what signs you are. Okay, we'll start with Veranda. Well, my birthday is August 25th. Now, here's the thing. I um, believe I'm on the last day of the cusp, so I believe I'm a Leo Virgo. I know on the Julian calendar, I'm a Virgo. Yes, you are a Virgo, according to Western astrology, and Virgos are very good with detail, very precise. And can be sometimes a little bit fussy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Virgo's, Virgo's ruled by the planet Mercury, uh, which means you're very cerebral. You're very intellectual, very cerebral, and very quick. And I think that's why you have a huge fan base, is because you're just so quick-witted and funny. Well, you know, that's a for interpretation. <laughs> but, yeah, and I I am February 17th, and that falls into Aquarius. Oh. Yeah. Yes. February 17th is the last day of Pisces. I mean, excuse me, last day of Aquarius. Right. And I always say that people born on the cast of Aquarius and Pisces if there is a 13th sign, it should be dedicated to people born around that time. Oh. Because I've found that over the years that people born like end of Aquarius, start of Pisces, they're very unique and very different. Yes. Oh, that's right. true. He's different, <laughs> yeah, all right. Quite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I think because, you know, Aquarius is sort of like, weird and wacky, yeah. and Pisces is very much thinking about everyone on a global scale, and so when you put those two, the characteristics of both signs together, it's like it, it makes a very unique, interesting, a very unique, interesting group of people. Well, that, you couldn't have hit that <laughs> right more on the head. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and then we have the last one, we have Kenny. Yeah, I am a, I'm a Sagittarius baby, December 4th. Ah, Sagittarius. So Sagittarius <laughs> are the adventurers, the explorers, uh, the philosophers. They're the ones that keep asking why. They're also the party animal of the zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, you just, you just missed the comment. We were saying it's probably time for Kenny to hit the Betty Ford Center. So. <laughs> Oh, no, really. Easy. Oh. And, you know, the, the funny thing is the body part. So um, each sign rules a different body part. And so Sagittarius rules the liver. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense now. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I am loving you more and more every minute. 
<laughs> oh, that is brilliant. So as far as the new year coming in a larger scale, and see, I'm, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I'm on your site a lot and go through your daily stuff all the time. But as far as 2017, what should we be looking out for? Well, the big news of 2017, well, it's the big news of every year. We always have eclipses. And the, mm-hmm. the eclipses are always like the forecasting cornerstone for astrologers. So with the eclipses, the first one is February 10th, and uh, it's a lunar eclipse in Leo. And it's really primarily anybody that's a fixed sign, which is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, then uh, it's all about change and transformation um, starting 2017. Then we have a solar eclipse on the 26th of February, and that's in Pisces. So for the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, it's all about new beginnings. So 2017 is also um, the number one. It's the start of a new cycle, according to numerologists. So every nine years, a new cycle begins. So 2017 is the number one year. And so it's the start of the new cycle, coinciding with the solar eclipse at the end of February. Uh, so it, it really is all about new beginnings. And oh, and just another side note, right now we're in a period where we don't have any retrograde planets. So what that means is that the planets uh, move around the sun at varying speeds and they go fast or they go slow. So when they get slow, they look like they're traveling backwards, but they're not really. So we call that retrograde. Mm. And so it's sort of like the same energy as a tarot card that's reversed. Mm -hmm. So the energy is like moving backwards or reversed. So it's highly unusual at this time that there are no planets that are retrograde until February 5th. So I've been telling everybody, you know, make the most of this period because it's a time for manifestation and it's the time to make things happen because we're not dealing with things that we, you know, that that are sort of dredged up from the past or things going backwards. It's sort of a cleaner, clearer planetary energy at this stage, like from now through February 5th. Wow. Mm. So that's, that's, oh, 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 and there's one other thing that's happening this year that everyone should know about. Uh, this is an unusual thing, and all the planets appear to be traveling backwards, uh, and Venus, the planet of love, is the planet that travels retrograde or that's in retrograde the least amount of time. So every 18 months, Venus turns retrograde. So this is really unusual. Uh, and it's turning retrograde this year. So, in other words, um, Venus or love uh, goes backwards. Oh, so uh-oh. it's yes. So it's a really big no-no to get married or engaged or start a relationship when Venus is retrograde, and that's going to be March fifth through April fifteenth. Wow. wow. How do I live without listening to you every single day? I don't even want to get out of bed anymore. <laughs> that's the problem. I know. That's the problem. It's like when you know this stuff, it's like, oh, you have to pick your battle sometimes. Right. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Oh, my God. That is so fascinating. Wow. And, well, you know, let, while we have you here, we, we do want to give a shout out a little bit to how can other people that are listening right now find out more and how can people reach you? 
Uh, you can find me on my website, and that's uh, the or the theastrologer.com. Yes. And um, I offer a lot of um, free uh, astrology reports, which means if you put in your date, time, and place of birth, then you can get a full interpretation back, pages and pages of amazing information all about you. Yeah, and trust me, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, I, I was on your website earlier, and I'm looking at this one um, tidbit that you have here called Winning Over Any Man. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. So, uh, you know, uh, relationships are always tough because you have two different signs or even mutual signs that sometimes can be very good and very disastrous at the same time. You know, do you see any stronger signs versus, you know, weaker signs that, that make the person? I'm not just going to say the man or the woman, but make the person. So do you mean that some signs do better relationships than others? Yes. So... I think every sign, and there's 12 signs, and every sign has a pro and a con. <laughs> so there are signs that are more, but they lean more towards relationships than other signs. So, for example, Libras. Libra is a sign of relationship. So Librans, it's all about relationship. It's either they're in a relationship or they aren't in a relationship. And if they're not in a relationship, they really want to be in one. Mm. Or if they're in one, they shouldn't be in one, but they don't like to be alone. Mm. So that, that's Libra. And then the opposite sign of Libra is Aries. And Aries uh, is a very independent sign. So Aries likes to do things solo uh, and is, it's all about the pioneer because being the first sign of the Zodiac, uh, Aries is definitely the pioneer. So you've got the opposite signs, uh, and it's all about finding balance. Also, Pisces. Um, Pisces is very much thinking about everyone else. Mm-hmm. So in that some is. ways, it, it is about relationship, but it's more about you know everybody on a on a mass scale. Um, and also Taurus. Taurus is about relationships as well. And the reason being is because Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus. Mm. And Venus is the planet of love. And that's the planet that's going retrograde right. March and April. We are not getting engaged or married, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Do not. Ever. Oh, do not. And I can't begin to tell you how many people over the years have got married when Venus is retrograde. It's sort of mind-boggling. Wow. So it always concerns me when that happens. But, oh, you know, fingers well, crossed. Because people have not gone to theastrologer.com to know any better. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, and another thing, Veranda and I are both obsessed with the moon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obsessed. Uh-huh. Does, yes. How does that fall into, is it just, I mean, do you think that there's a bigger pull to that? I mean, because we are both literally obsessed. So the moon is really crucial. Um, it's a crucial component in astrology. But it's very dependent on a birth time. Uh-huh. So if you wanted to know your moon sign, you'd have to know your birth time. Okay. Uh, the, moon cha- the moon changes sign every two and a half days compared to 
are, say, Pluto, which is the outermost planet, and yes, it's still a planet according to astrologers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Pluto changes sign every 12, or 12 to 28 years. Wow. So if you compare that to the moon, which is every two and a half days, uh, it's so, the moon is so fast moving that um, the only time it's really relevant is when it's in a natal chart or, of course, a lunation, which means the moon cycle. So you've got, like, the new moon, which is the beginning of the cycle, and then two weeks later you have the full moon, and then two weeks later the cycle begins again because it's a 28-day cycle. Wow. See, I, I so know the that... Moon, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, the moon in astrology means emotions. It's like our emotional nature. Uh, it's, it's how we feel. It's how we nurture. It's how we've been nurtured. It represents the mother. Um, mm. It represents uh, the domestic front and our day-to-day life. Wow. I, I know that I was born... Uh, my moon phase uh, was the very last day it's a sliver moon before a new moon so oh really it actually looks like a full moon you know depending upon where it is in the sky um i i I know i've actually i've i've researched that myself but it's the very last day before a new moon oh wow you know that's really unusual and that is called a balsamic moon Ooh. i don't know if you've read anything about balsamic moons Mm-mm. I've got actually I've got info on my site about balsamic moon if you go to the glossary okay. um, which is under the astrology menu and a balsamic moon person is really rare and unusual and it's all about this lifetime that you were born into is all about endings it's sort of like you know the people that you encounter or attract into your life it's all about wrapping things up Ah. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of loose ends uh, that need tying up before you can move forward into the next lifetime. Mm. So I don't know if when you meet people, you might have that sort of fated feeling or they seem familiar or there's something big that you go through with the people that are closest to you. It's those type of signs or the feelings are so deep and you can't explain it. That's really like all about the balsamic moon. Uh, and when I'm looking at it, when I'm forecasting, uh, if something, if a, like an event is going to happen on a balsamic moon, I know it's all about endings and not like the launch of a new product or something like that. Wow. It's a very fated, um, <clears throat> it's a very fated energy with astrology. Oh, and also on that note, it's also... Um, the last day of a sign is has that same sort of feeling to it or energy around it. Wow, and you know, and then Kenny likes to give the moon. So <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in his own stratosphere. <laughs> well, he's a Sagittarian, so you, you know you have to let him off the hook a bit on that one. Okay. See, that's what I've been trying to tell him. Thank you. <laughs> I did see um, on theastrologer.com uh, there's a guide to getting pregnant. And what are the most fruitful signs for 
for getting pregnant. I it's, mean, I know there's a lot of people out there who uh, who want to have children, and let's try there, and help them out. Is there something you want to tell me? I want to get pregnant, uh, damn I it. I so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> There are barren signs and fertile signs, but it takes a whole lot more than just when the moon is in a certain sign, um, because it will it will take like looking. An astrologer would look at a natal chart and then and other other sort of like um, planetary influences. So, you know, the, the fertile signs is. The first one is Cancer because Cancer is ruled by the Moon and the Moon is all about nurturing and mothering. Um, and then Taurus because the Moon likes... Each planet has a favourite sign and a second favourite sign. Wow. So the Moon's favourite sign is Cancer and its second favourite sign is Taurus. Um, so that's why those signs, um, when the Moon is in those signs, just generally it's meant to be a better time, but you really do have to take other factors into consideration, Um, because if the individual has, say, the planet Saturn going through the fifth house, the fifth house is the house of children, um, that means that there's karma, or it might be a little bit more difficult to get pregnant in that two and a half year period. Wow, and that's a long time. That's a long time, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yes. It sounds like you have had to study for decades. It's so complicated. (laughs) It really does. Ever and ever, it feels like. Yeah. And I always say that I'm a professional, but really a professional astrologer is a perpetual student of astrology. Yes. Astrology is just so in-depth, you know, and people really only know it's a daily horoscope or a sun sign, but it's like there are so many different components to it. Like Mm -hmm. you've got... certain group of astrologers will um, predict the weather. Oh. And you've got something called mundane astrology, which is about world events. I practice electional astrology a lot, which is basically um, starting things according to the best times. So I've had like, um, I've picked many weddings over the decades and uh, the most, one of the most recent electional events that I did was um, Giving a hair salon the best time to open, and so wow. I got some uh, really great haircuts out of that. <laughs> doing that. <laughs> wow! So it really is. Ideally, it really is kind of like a behavior guide. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Have you had any uh, celebrities contact you for astrological? Guidance. Advice and guidance and charts and, and, and that. I have. I have. Yes, I have. I can't name them. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> no. I, I have, but I, you know, I ha- can't get starstruck. It's, and it, it's really hard not to. Right. It's really hard not to. Sure. And some of the charts I've seen before, because, you know, they're famous people, so you see... I've done famous people's charts and actually years and years ago I wrote a book um, which is now out of print of course but it was called Stars of the Stars and what I did I collected like all these really super famous people I did their charts and I wrote about them and the thing that I thought was really fascinating was most of the famous people in the book 
uh, all their charts were really ugly, <laughs> like <laughs> really difficult and really ugly and so challenging. And wow. I thought that was so amazing because you'd think, oh, famous people, you know, they're rich and famous and yeah. they've had this amazing success. And it was handed to them, but it's like none of that was handed to them. They, you know, from the chart, it told me they had to work so hard and they had to go through so many challenges to get to that level of success. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. What, what do you do when, like, say somebody did want you to present them with that and you said, and you could tell it was a very negative chart. I mean, do you kind of, like, try to spin it in a better way? Yeah, I, I, um, I don't want to leave, when I do readings, I don't want to leave anybody feeling worse than when they started. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like, I feel like that would be really morally wrong. Yes. So um, I I presented to them, but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. It's like, that's that's a fantastic thing about astrology. It's all about cycles. So you know that there's going to be an end at some stage to the nightmare that you might be living. Like, it will end. Yes. And that's that's the thing I love telling people. It's like, it will end. <laughs> I've been through all this myself, you know, like, just anytime there's a Pluto transit, and a transit means an influence, anytime Pluto's involved with, like, in a square or an opposition, you know, it's going to be really tough for someone. Uh. But... I just love to say it's going to come to an end. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it's it's so amazing. It just amazes me. It really, really does. Yeah. This is it. This is phenomenal. I. It, the, that's why it fascinates us so much. I, yeah. It, it's there's it's so in depth and it can go on and on and on and on and on. And that's why I like it. And that's why Veranda and I absolutely. Are, that's why Veranda and I are doing the most talking because Pluto's in <laughs> Pluto and Kenny's Uranus and all this kind of. <laughs> yep. I've heard that joke so many times. I so have so I. Okay, can I tell you this? As we're sitting in the studio preparing for you and for the show, even the engineers said to me, "She has heard that so many times." <laughs> I even had to change the way I pronounced it. Uranus. Like I, yeah, I used yeah. to say, however, what Uranus? Yeah, Uranus. Yeah. Uranus, and then I had to switch it because it was like, oh, no. <laughs> so basically you're saying, Thomas, grow up. Grow yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> it's that Aquarian in me. What can- <laughs> you can't fight the Aquarian. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, uh, the wild and wacky Aqu- Aquarian. Yes, that is. <laughs> most people think, because that symbol is like the water bearer, Right. People get really confused because they think it's a water sign, but of course Aquarius is an air sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and, you know Virgo the Virgin. I mean, what can I say about that? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that word in years. <laughs> oh, and it's really it's more about being a purist <laughs> right. than anything else. Pure as freshly shoveled snow. Yes. Oh, brother. <laughs> I feel like we're entering dangerous territory right now. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're making ourselves laugh now. <laughs> yeah, but we do. We we really, really, really do appreciate you coming on because it is something I know for Veranda and I, and I think Kenny now yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I do. I am. I'm kind of like addicted to my daily stuff from you now. And um, Oh, thanks. Absolutely. I mean, and, and like we said, you know, it's not kind of like a rule book. It's just a really good guide. And if you have a choice of doing something one time or another, why would you not do it the right time? Yeah. Absolutely. And I've learned that the hard way sometimes. <laughs> you know, an example <laughs> of that is like mercury retrograde. You've probably heard about mercury yes. retrograde and, mm-hmm. you know, don't buy electronics, don't travel. Uh, don't sign a contract. You know, I've done all of those things on a Mercury retrograde <laughs> and learned the hard way. Yeah. Sometimes there's no there's no way around something, and you just have to do it and close your eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. But um, no, no, it's really people have a fear of Mercury retrograde for a really good reason. Yeah. So it's always do your best and carry on. That's not happening anytime soon, is it? No, because we've just come out of the nursery oh, good. retrograde. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I thought I felt a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, Kelly, the next darling. one's April 9th. Oh, oh I'm no. writing it down right now. I'm putting it on my calendar right now. April 9th, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yes, I have to make sure not to sign any contracts. No, we cannot do a show that day either. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't fall in love. <laughs> I don't think that's, I mean. that's right. That's right. You can't do a show and fall in love uh, April 9th through the 15th. Yeah. That's right. where Mercury and Venus and Jupiter and Saturn will be retrograde. Basically, we're just going to stay home with our heads between our legs and not do anything. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah, those right. legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. You have, to, you have to understand, Veranda's seven feet tall, so the legs go from the floor to the moon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly, darling, tell everyone where they can find you, and if there's any cool materials. Like, do you have books? Do you have anything fun that uh, that they can uh, get from you? So you can find me at theastrologer.com, or I should say theastrologer.com, <laughs> and. and um, I have tons and tons of information on that website of mine. And the great part about it is you can get free reports. And the report is um, pages and pages and pages all about you as an individual if you enter your date, time, and place of birth. Or if you don't know the time, date of birth is fine. So that's that's really great because uh, I decided... Everyone else is charging for that sort of premium information, but I decided to give it away for free. That's wow. awesome. Also, in the glossary, um, there's thousands of pages of information about astrology and what everything means. So um, that's under astrology and then glossary. Well, guess what, Kelly? I am doing that right now. I'm actually literally typing it in as we're listening to you. So you're going to see Verandal mm-hmm. and I cross your path. <laughs> and I can't wait. And nobody wants to see that. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, we are so we are so proud to have had you on the show and consider you the official astrologer of the Tip for Tag yes. show. Well, thank you. I really had a lot of fun talking to you guys. Good, good, good. Would you come back again sometime? Absolutely. I would really love to do that. 
Good, good, good. Yeah, we would love for you to do that too. And then um, maybe even we'll we'll figure out some way that we can kind of chart the show. Oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, that'd be great. And maybe we start when Venus is retrograde. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and w- and when you feel it's time for us to cut the dead weight and let Kenny go. Oh man. We- <laughs> <laughs> I think Kenny needs a drink. I think you're laughing a little too hard. <laughs> oh, you are you are making my night. Let me tell you. <laughs> but seriously, please, everybody, you need to stop by. Theastrologer.com, and you will not, you cannot imagine how much info is on this website. I just got my chart wheel right now, just popped up. Oh, good. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Fantastic. So, Kelly, thank you, thank you, thank you again. And we are going to be in touch because what we are also going to do is when we have our guests on, we like to give back a little bit to them, and we will be thrilled to send you a tit for tat t shirt. Yes. Oh, wonderful. I would love that. Fantastic. And yes. then, but we definitely are going to call you again. So when you start getting tired of us, you're going to have to let us know because <laughs> we are addicts now. We are addicted. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. I don't think I'll get tired of talking to you guys at all. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> thank you again. Thanks for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Kelly. Take care. Have a great night. Bye, okay. Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Good night. Bye. 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 So again, Titty Tats, this is the amazing Cleveland band Hiram Mac. Check them out on Facebook at Hiram-Maxim. Words like stellar. And that's describing me. Astronomical. <laughs> that's another word for me. Drunk. No, that's you. That's definitely. You. That's yeah. definitely you. <laughs> well, typical vegetarians, right? I, 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 uh, the vegetarian. Oh, my. So I think we yeah. can all uniformly say we were pretty well read. Yes. In yes. a good way. For yes, once. we were. Yes. yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, we all we can all conclude Aquarians are the best sign on the Zodiac. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I have my own song. What do you have? Um, this is the dawning of the age oh, of Aquarius. Lord. Oh, yes. Ugh. 
Uh-huh. But she was she was in she amazing. Was so, yeah, she right? was so, and the accent. Accent. Yeah. Gotta love that. And so, she's super right. cute. And yes. all the titty tats need to go to theastrologer.com, have yeah. their own charts mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And uh I got mine right here. Yeah. Well, and you can she you can go every single day and get the mm-hmm. days oh, nice. specifically for you too. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's going to go, right? That's what I'm going to do every day, every morning. And now we have the official astrologer of the Tip for Tap. Uh, this is no. so cool. Right? I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. So, how fantastic. Now, now, um, don't fall in love, Kenny. I know. Uh, were you worried about that? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, oh. fuck you both. <laughs> no. Oh, no. So, hey, how about our studio audience today, Tim? It keeps growing. Hey, studio growing. audience. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate y'all being that. here. We actually have an adorable girl in the audience now. Hi, darling. You're so cute. She's giggling. Say there hi. Say hi, Peaches. Thank you. Now, Peaches? <laughs> no, he doesn't want to. And we have Engineer Peaches. Engineer Peaches. Oh, Lord. Yay. Lord. <laughs> And uh, Melting Lord. Point Studios, Chris, came in. Yeah. He's like, I think you're, you're probably our, well, you and Tommy are probably bailing out for who's been to most recordings. Yeah. <laughs> we demand quality audiences <laughs> to this show. Uh huh. But I'm sorry to tell you, it's time. The time has come. Yeah. The moon is setting. Kenny's in Uranus. <laughs> Ew! Get it out! Get it out! I know. <laughs> did she? Did she literally say? You know how many times I've heard yeah, I know, that. Right, uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Let's, let's let's change it then. In Uranus. I'm not in any. Let's just not saying that at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, before this gets too far off the tracks, it is time to wrap up another episode. So it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Good night, Veranda. Time to say goodnight, Kenny. Good night, you dumb dicks. And this is Thomas. Keep those heads in the stars. What? (laughs) You are not Jim Clark. No, wait. Let's cut that. (laughs) Come on, give me a give me a line about stars. Anyone? Anyone? Keep your head out of Kenny's anus. You like that one better? Much better. Keep reaching for the stars. No, that's what Dick Clark would always say. Keep reaching for your anus. Yep. Precisely. Good night. <laughs> you done? <laughs> Are we done? We're done. I'm done. Oh.